RMIT University and Sin Media acknowledges and pays respect to the people of the Woiwurrung and Boonwurrung language groups of the Eastern Kulin Nations on whose unceded lands this series is recorded and produced. We respectfully acknowledge their ancestors and elders past, present and emerging and also acknowledge the traditional custodians and their ancestors of the lands and waters across Australia where our content reaches and on which our partner organisations stand. Hello, I'm Rebecca from Sin Media. In this episode of Shaping the Future, we meet just some of the wonderful humans that make up RMIT. We speak to students from different disciplines to find out what they're passionate about in life and work and the goals they think RMIT should be focusing on to make our world more peaceful, sustainable and fair. They each share with us the goals that they would like RMIT to achieve as it moves towards its next directions and university-wide strategic plan. Let's hear what they had to say. We begin with Jose Sandoval, who is a student at RMIT's Melbourne CBD campus. My name is Jose Sandoval. I'm a first year student in criminology and psychology here at RIT in this other city campus. I got here in, in the middle of last year for the mid-year intake in July, in 2020. So it's been a bit difficult to adjust, but overall I think it's been a positive experience. That I'm an aspiring author. I plan to publish a novel once, once I'm out of university and I have a stable career and stable life where I can actually focus on dedicating myself to writing. I think writing has always been an important part of my life. Ever since I was a kid, I was always reading. And it's always helped me to connect with people in, in ways I didn't quite expect books and literature to help me connect with people. But all in all, I'm quite, I'm quite fond of literature. And I think if more people would take the time to, to read something different, to read something that they're not quite used to, you know, break out of their comforts, do things that they're not totally in, in, invested in, but having the experience, even if it's just reading, I think it could help a lot to, to help us understand each other. And here's my five ambitions for RMIT's next five years. I want to create a community for foreign students and potential foreign students so that they can learn more about how studying is here in Australia or how they can apply skills they learn here at RMIT into their own communities. When I first arrived at RMIT, I came from a different country and I came during the COVID scare. So it was hard for me to connect to anyone during my first year. Being able, being able to connect to foreign students and helping them feel welcome in the country or even outside the country, I think it would be very helpful for them so that they cannot feel as if they're, as though they're, as they're being excluded or as though the attempts to reach them aren't for nothing. These, com- these communities, they could be, I, I was thinking that they could be represented and held by the very students or the teachers that might want to extend a helping and welcoming hand to any potential students that want to come from other parts of the world. And even not just in Australia, but also, I know RMIT is big in, in Asian countries such as Singapore or Vietnam. And if students there in those external countries could help their own, could help their own students to feel welcome in, in the community, I think it could really help to bring the university together. I want to create a platform, a simple platform in which students can talk to, to, to professionals in the areas that they're studying. This isn't just in the way of speeches or in big events but a simple platform in which they can just talk normally. Internships, they help a lot when it comes to learning about the field of work, but they can often be 
very competitive or stressful, I have a lot of requirements that many students can just find to just be not worth the effort. By creating a simple platform in which they can just have normal conversations, I think it would really help the students who can who want to investigate but don't want to go through all the trouble of going to internships or investigating on their own because they just don't know or they can't. As for a more as in closer to home ex experience, the a lot of infrastructure in RMIT is, let's face it, kind of bland and monotone when they're just solid walls. I think giving the art students of the school the opportunity to either paint murals or with permission signed by teachers or groups of teachers to paint murals or just decorate the walls, give a bit more decoration to the inside of the, of the school would really help the idea that we're a unified community and giving the students the opportunity to really express themselves through the school. I want to implement a stress room of sorts. There are a lot of empty rooms in RMIT in, in, in the many buildings. And a lot of these, these rooms don't see a lot of traction. Just recently, I found a bunch of rooms that were empty and that had no one going in them, even during this time, which is in, in the middle of the day on a weekday, but they're just completely empty. Having so many rooms, I think it would be fine if one of them got, got repurposed to work as a stress room, as a stress room as in a place where students can go in after having a hard day or especially during exam season, when they can just go in and they can relax for a bit in this room, a little area closed off from the rest where they can decompress and relax. The last thing I want to propose is a complete overhaul of the school, of the school website. I put this in the five-year plan because a complete overhaul takes time. It takes people checking every single link of every single page of every single course and making sure that they're up to standards, taking the time to actually work on them and update them so that they are to current standards. I can't tell you how many times as a potential student, I've had to stop my research on my course just because a link wouldn't work or a certain page was completely outdated with, with past information, especially during these times when we're still kind of recovering from the COVID scare here and in other countries. When kids can't go to the university themselves to ask their questions, having a functional website is very important. So those are the five things I want to see RMIT achieve in the next five years. Next is now. This is Shaping the Future podcast. As Jose reminds us, while 2020 kept us physically apart from many of the things we love about university life, in between class catch-ups, group discussions and fun social events, it has also provided an exciting space to discover innovative ways to connect with one another no matter where we are located. Let's hear from Mukyubong Jason who is a student based in Vietnam and also visited Melbourne in 2019 in an RMIT global experience, who adds his thoughts on the importance of building community amongst his peers. So, hi, uh, my name is uh, Matthew Bang, uh, or you can call me Jason. I'm currently in the final year student studying uh, software engineering uh, or bachelor degree at RMIT Vietnam. So what I do is that I really like to code. I really like to develop a mobile app. I really like to look at the, doing technical writing report and join a whole bunch of fun activities that the engineering major offer. Yeah. Oh, outside of university, I really enjoy to um, join the club activities as I'm currently I'm the vice president of the uh, NCT club, uh, club societies. And what we do is that we try to create a community for our, our engineering students to have um, 
a sharing a sharing a sharing community where they share their experience during side project they can give each other the support and advice whenever they're going through some uh, difficulty in their educational life and kind of be like a supporting background for all their studies and other than that i really liked listening to podcasts i really like to read the books on uh, personal development or read books on economic forums <laughs> those are the things that i think makes a good engineer because um, at the end of the day engineers also need to understand the business logic behind their algorithm and their code so uh, the application that's that's what i enjoy doing the most so um, today i want to share with you five goals that i would like rmit to focus on in the next few years um, i think one of the best things that RMIT can do right now is to embrace the change uh, that followed the COVID-19 uh, COVID pandemic. I want to let the U.S. know and that um, we should embrace all the teaching, new teaching uh, methodologies and new teaching style that currently available on campus. Um, one of the things that I enjoyed the most when I was studying in RMIT Melbourne is that all the online lecture are being recorded and have been divided into subsection like according to their exercise instead of like a one long three hours long uh, um, continuous via video streaming before that rmit vietnam has has not been able to catch up like um, uh, all of the lecturers are conducted face to face with the lecturers being talked talk to the student one to each other but ever since the COVID uh, pandemic the school some of the small amount of teacher start to, to record their own lecture and start to kind of um, do some organization like do some um, editing do some trimming back the videos to like bite side pieces so that students when they come home and they, they're trying to understand difficult concept they can go back to the lecture and play back through the videos and to relearn those concepts again one of the concepts that I think I would like to take a deeper dive on is uh, the concept about collaborative learning. Um, studying at RMIT in Vietnam, I have the, the privilege and the experience learning with um, all of my friends and friends and teacher at the in university campus. I thought I think that um, a lot of things that I personally have to deal with and a lot of um, my friends in engineering have to deal with was a certain lack of um, a community to share of your um, knowledge of your experience um, kind of like a, a safe a safe uh, space for you to to currently enjoy what you're doing engineering students usually go to uh, campuses to conduct their studies and to chat with their friends and especially their teacher would that been lacked in 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 the COVID time right there's a need for change there's a need for um, um some some way to adapt to those changing times and i think that one of the best things that we can do right now is to create an online um communities online community and um, help each other learn through collaborative uh, learning we kind of have rely on each other uh, learn from each other mistake learn each other from the from the past experience those things kind of contribute to uh, a mentality that we need to do better. We need to uh, rely on our friends and um, our alumni, like people who already experienced this before. So one of the areas that I want RMC to focus on is give us a sharing community for us to freely express our thought 
um, mistake or experience uh, walking through step by step of this project. I have a friend who are currently studying uh, working at already um, uh, um, uh, been alumni, and uh, I have a friend who's currently being an alumni, and he's he's passed his all four year through this university, and he has his own trial and error uh, phase. But right now, like he has the he developed his own personal leadership skill to come back to um, uh, our school to share his his experience, like his lesson, uh, one of the one of his uh, tricks, his way to um, to increase productive when you are to, to stay motivated during your doing your um, your studies, doing your career, and how to be productive when you cope at RMIT, like um, we can create a club based on that principle is that for students to come back us uh, to come back and share their valuable experience what it's like working in the real life industry and step by step and um, collaborative learning uh, journey from from start to finish this is um, a reflection that i had from rmit um, school of science and engineering um, when i was studying in my second and third year or um, more more often so i when i was in um, um melbourne i has i have a real privilege to be um, among the people from you know, to all my friends from other major of rmit like for example the the school of science uh, the school of design and the school of uh, art and digital media um i even hang out in one of their classes and get to attend some of their lecture as like a part as a um, kind of a hobby of mine to go and see other um, what what are they currently being taught in other major, and one of the things I noticed is that um, they have a lot of industry relation um, kind of industry relation tools to um, the company that they will currently in partnership with RMIT, and they create a very vibrant communities where students can go up to this um, company industry um, to see what the work like um, the work culture is there like where students while they're studying while they're learning in RIT they can go out and do a few kind of a future to other um, to industry um, um, partner like in this uh, real life industry um, uh, play, um, company so this is what I, I really want to student and RMIT to be encouraged and to be supported further on. In Vietnam, in our in my club, I'm currently uh, I'm currently having a company tour to all this um, of the famous um, software software company. Like last semester, I hold a company tour to um, VNG, or maybe this semester, I'm currently holding a, a company tour to. Um, to Shopee, um, the e-commerce giants in Singapore. So I think that the reason why I'm doing this is that I want to students to have a real life um, experience of what of what an actual company look like, what they do, why they should be doing it, things like that. Um, I think part of what makes me right now like more willing to share and more willing to reach out to you guys is that I have a really wonderful experience in Melbourne like to be able to learn from friends from other different culture, different countries, and like even different nature, like um, a feeling from them that I actually care and they actually want to 
help you with your your studies and they take some time life lesson as well it's really it's really it was a really wonderful experience for me and i think that through international um, learning I, I get to see what other people think like what things what the heritage are like what the how they have different perspective on, on different parts of the world and i think it's helped me become more open to sharing and more empathetic to uh, individual story so yeah i'm, I'm more concerned to um, to the international problems now than, than I used to before. Like before, I just concerned, oh, I'm gonna study here four years, I'm gonna go out, get a job, things like that. But right now, I, I'm really interested to know like how my friends doing, how how their life, how they're handling the, the COVID pandemic like in their own personal life. I just uh, try to be there for them. Yeah. International, international relation is really important because it's kind of help you see different parts of the world and and like kind of share this other experience and um, um, different perspective. Uh, and I think I'm really fortunate in the RIT Vietnam that can afford me this kind of opportunity. To add your ideas and ambition, head to the website next.rmit. Here you can share what is important to you and contribute to the next university-wide strategy. Next is now. You're listening to Shaping the Future podcast. Let's meet Priya Gowry, who is passionate about diversity, recognizing and understanding cultural experiences, and the importance of applying this knowledge in all aspects of life and work to make us better people. Let's jump back into it. Here's Priya. So my name is Gauri Priya and I am doing my master's in engineering management at RMIT. I'm in my third semester and yeah, um, I love coming to uni. One of my favorite hobbies, especially after the lockdown and uh, love novels more than anything. It feels like you're in the dreamland and then it's like watching a movie in your head and you're creating it. Um, I love connecting with people. So that's why I took up engineering management because it's it's all about how you know how to be an engineer as well as to be able to manage things in the communication platform. So I love doing that. Yeah, <laughs> I love talking to new people, connecting with them. I think that's what RMIT is teaching me. Yeah, you can learn what you want to and then uh, when you filter out what is best for you, you can also go to the consultation rooms and, you know, meet an individual and, you know, get to know the real career insights. And uh, as far as I'm doing engineering management, I think it's really important for me to know how to communicate, especially in cross-culture. And I think that is what I'm learning here. Um, to be able to communicate with different people in a cross-culture is, it's not easy. In the beginning, it wasn't easy for me. So it stops you from connecting with people. And as far as I want to be an engineering manager, uh, I think it is very important for me to learn how to communicate with a lot of people. Otherwise, you cannot, even though you know the systems, even though you, you are an engineer, you cannot connect with people easily. You can do the work right. Think of one topic that is um, microcreds. The microcreds, like most of them are not are for free, but um, certain certifications 
uh, are not free, which could be really useful for our careers. I think it should be free for certain domains. Like if I am an engineering manager and I can't, uh, it's related to business analytics, although it is not directly uh, proportional, um, I should be able to do a few of those subjects. So, you know, that, that, that can, you know, give me a space to uh, pursue multiple careers. So I believe in being a multi-potentialite. So that's mostly something that we all like doing because you always have more options. So I think if, if we could do all this during our uni time, we always have enough space to pull out and do other things. I think the, there are a lot of people who are unaware of certain things in the university, like um, projected, like in the beginning, like what are the facilities? Like, yeah, orientation does happen, but we're so new at that point of time that we don't understand most part of the orientation. So I think uh, the university can hold a mid session, like a small session um, where they can explain the things that students can use related to the campus facilities. It shouldn't go a waste because nobody's using it. And especially with the lockdown happening, a lot of people are even more unaware. And the lucky part is we got to stay on campus. I think that has to be made clear by the university that they just hold a mid session in between and tell them that you have more to explore at the university. So I think if we had some recreational activities such as um, uh, a gym, I think gym is like something that major uh, population of the people would want to use at the campus if they can. Um, yeah, I'd love it if the uni could provide it. Yeah, because uh, some of us spent so much time just sitting or studying and, and we're young and as a young soul, we do need um, a lot of physical activity, which we don't realize largely, but yeah, it's really, really important. Yeah, so I also think it's important that we all have some sort of mentoring system. Um, we, we already do have RMIT mentors, but we don't have industry related mentors or like, um, um, I really hope they can get like an appointment or something from their schedule and on once, once uh, in a fortnight, just discuss their goals with them. Am I going in the right direction? I think everybody at this age really does require a mentor. So we, we all look up to someone. So if if we could get that at the university, I know that would be uh, a luxury that I would be asking for, but it would be really great if the university can provide that. This is Shaping the Future podcast. And don't forget to help shape the future of RMIT by adding your thoughts and ideas at the website next.rmit. Our final guest for this episode is David Gunn, who is currently studying the RMIT Graduate Certificate in Supply Chain and Logistics Management. David is keen to see mentoring become more of a focus across all levels of study. Let's meet David to hear more. Let's meet David. Thanks for having me today, Rebecca. So my name is David Gunn and I'm currently doing graduate certificate in supply chain and logistics at RMIT and at the same time also working at SAP as a solutions consultant. Um, and some of the things I love doing as well outside of work and outside of uni 
is I'm an absolute tech head. So I love smart devices, smart homes, you know, I can tell my um, vacuum to start all the way from um, here. I'm currently in the office. I can unlock my front door or my, my car garage. So I'm absolute tech head, love smart homes, love my Google. <laughs> and at the same time, I also love my motorbikes and cars as well. So going on road trips with no destination and, and that kind of thing. And then similarly, similarly, I'm also quite uh, focused on sustainability and giving back to the community. So over the last 10, 15 years, since I was in uh, year seven, basically, I've held about five or six different volunteers volunteer positions and I'm in training as well at the CFA the, the local fire brigade down the road to volunteer there and help fight any of the fires that uh, might potentially come next uh, summer. So I'd like to share with you some of the things that I'm quite interested in and passionate about in terms of seeing RMIT implement over the next five years. And one of those things is quite simple and on an infrastructure level, which is to do with connecting a bridge between building 80 and building 14. It would be so good to just have that bridge there, be able to cross safely as a pedestrian without having to worry about trams, cyclists, um, motorbikes or any of the other vehicles that are potentially going past. It can be a little bit stressful or daunting, particularly for the younger students um, who may not have as much experience in the city to cross the road um, and going between these buildings, and especially if they're new to Melbourne or new to the environment. Um, and it would just be so nice when you're at level nine and you have to go to level nine on the opposite side of the road to <laughs> walk across a bridge. So, you know, that's kind of one of the things I'd love to see on an infrastructure level. Um, and after all the renovations, I was really surprised that that didn't get put in. Um, but now I'm back for postgraduate studies. I finally get to see all the renovations. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's, that's one of the things I'm, uh, I'm loving, but would love to see that bridge even more. Another thing that I'd really love to see RMIT implement over the next five years is having guest lectures in all programs and in all courses especially with how we're going into such a virtual environment. There's so much potential to bring in industry experts, to bring in C-level executives from not just Australia, but all over the world, or even politicians or, or different people who can give insights into the courses and subjects that students are studying and be able to share and help us throughout that. I mean, it's great definitely having a lecturer who can come in and talk and they can give us a lot of useful information, which is why they're there. But being able to tap into other external resources and people is such an important part of learning and is something that should be done in all courses. With the way that everything is virtual at the moment, it would be so easy for RMIT to tap into resources all around the world. And going into the whole worldwide outlook as well, another thing I'd love to see is just exchange programs advertised a little bit more consistently overall throughout RMIT. So during my undergraduate program, it was only from one specific teacher who told me about an exchange program that I decided to go and do it. And I didn't find out of any other exchange programs until I went and intentionally seeked them out. I feel like it's one of those things that's really important. At the very start of a course within the first semester, the lecturer comes in and says, hey, this is welcome to RMIT. This is the course that you'll be studying over the next three, four years. Also, these are the list of exchange programs we highly recommend you get involved in. Um, and at the same time, having a list of all the, these are all the industry placements we recommend you be a part of. And that way, right from the first semester, from the first 
of their first year, students are able to look at what they can do in what years, what's the recommended path, and being able to fully tap into exchange programs locally and throughout the world. I know that's a little bit different with COVID right now, but there still are international online exchange opportunities that um, people can tap into at the moment. And the number of students I've been speaking to who just have no idea about what's available is quite surprising. Um, and that leads me into another thing is students finding out different things and how to act and be and not just be part of an RMIT community, but be part of, I guess, the local Melbourne or Sydney or whatever community that they're, the locale that they're part of. And being able to network and integrate with other people is such a key part of being in our community. And one of the ways that I'd love to see that is through mentorship programs. Also love to see industry leaders come in as well or people who are part of the corporate world or part of a different you know, job industry who can come in and mentor students um, and talk to them, ask, answer their questions, give them ideas and recommended paths. Um, and it's quite funny, something that I've been doing recently is I went through one of the micro-credentials that RMIT is offering at the moment, which was to do with building cultural intelligence and another one which was to do with building um, leadership abilities and skills. And in those courses, I met quite a huge variety of people. Um, and being that I've been in the work industry for a few years now, I had a bit of knowledge um, exceeding that of those who are in their undergrads. And two of them had actually reached out to me out of my group of six people. Two of them reached out to me and said, hey, can we do a bit of an informal mentoring session? Can you teach me about how to utilize different tools and technologies, even how to get a good LinkedIn profile and presence? Um, so being able to tap into resources all around is such an important thing. And I feel like students are craving that kind of mentorship, but they don't know where to get it from. And the last thing, which is again, a little bit related to that mentorship is LinkedIn training. It is so crazy how many people go and look at LinkedIn and go, eh, it's not really that important. I don't need it. Or oh, that's what a resume is for. LinkedIn is so, so, so important. The most recent job that I just got, which I'm starting next month, I never submitted a resume. I never submitted a cover letter. I never even applied for the job, but I was able to go through a whole entire interview process just by having my LinkedIn profile completely filled out and finished and looking absolutely fantastic because who needs a resume these days? You need a LinkedIn profile. It's so important. And so teaching students how to make resumes is, is good. But being able to translate that into an online community, into LinkedIn, where the whole world can see your resume at one single time, it's so important to have that training, to have that visibility, because in today's day and age, in this new corporate environment that we're in, particularly with COVID, being able to use LinkedIn and being able to take advantage of that to its full potential is so important into getting a job. So those are my five top priorities for RMIT over the next few years. It's not all just about me or my goals or my ambitions. It's also about yours and what you think RMIT should be doing. So what I want you to do is jump online, go to www.next.rmit and here you're able to share what is important to you and how you can contribute to the next university-wide strategy. We all have our own opinions, our own thoughts, and we all should be able to shape RMIT to be the way that we want to experience it from our perspective. Next is now. Jump online, next.rmit. Thanks for tuning in. What a strong way to finish this exciting first season of Shaping the Future. Over the past few months, we've heard from the wonderful people that make up the heart of RMIT. 
our students. The discussions have highlighted the importance of community, acceptance and working together to drive impact in a rapidly changing world. And while this may be the last episode for this season, make sure you stay tuned for next's huge announcement in June, the official launch of RMIT's future directions and the path that will lead us to our university's next strategy. Until then, thanks for listening and remember the future is what you make it. Thank you to our guests for sharing their time and insights with us today. Don't forget to add your say. Head to next.rmit. This episode was produced by Rebecca MacArthur from Sin Media for RMIT Next. The music you heard was by Rex Banner. And for more podcasts and Sin content, head to syn.org.au.